Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short. So glad to have you along with us today as we get into the Word of God and talk about it. Today's really a good message. I, well, I assume all of them are. I assume all of them, but I'm excited about what we have to share today, as I always am. If you're new, welcome. We come here every day to get into the Word of God, either live at 8.30 in the morning or later in the day. You can watch or even listen to the podcast. But we believe the Word of God's important, and today we're going to see a really good reason why. Yesterday we saw in this series of what Jesus said, that he said he came to seek and to save the lost. And this is a very, very important part of his mission. This, as a matter of fact, in my earliest days as a Christian, this was imprinted upon me. I came to seek and to save the lost. You can't be much more clear than that. But there's another reason Jesus came as well. And we want to look at that today and consider what, how important it is. Jesus was on trial. He was talking to uh, Pilate, and Pilate was interrogating him about what was going on. Why was he hated so much? Why did the Jews want him crucified? And he, in the discussion, they're saying, they were saying, he's a king. The Jews are claiming he's a king. You can't have a king, let a king live. He's a traitor to Caesar. And so Pilate asked him if he was a king, and Jesus responded, I am, but my kingdom is not of the world. But then he added this, for this I have been born, and for this I have come into the world, to testify to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. Pilate said to him, what is truth? Some very, very interesting comments here, aren't there? That Jesus says he came into the world to testify to the truth. Wow, we, we, we live in a world, I don't know if you realize this, but we live in a world called postmodernism, where basically uh, the way I define that is people no longer believe, or people are intellectuals teach that real truth, capital T truth, absolute truth doesn't exist. That truth is all a matter of one's own perspective. Truth is determined by your culture, by your upbringing. One person's truth might be different than another's. One culture's truth might be different than another's. And so we see that Jesus came into the world to testify to which truth? God's truth. And can I say that God's truth trumps all others? God's truth is the ultimate truth? In other words, if you claim to have truth that is different from God's truth, what that means is you're wrong. You've been deceived. What you think of as truth isn't truth. And so Jesus came to testify of the truth. That's why he came to this world. He came into a dark, dark world. He came into a world with a great deal of sin, obviously. He came into a world with idolatry. And the world is still like that to this day. There's darkness. There's idolatry. There's false ideas. He, another place, he said, this is the path of destruction, if you're on this. And so he came to this world to testify to the truth. Often people say, well, faith will save you. And I, I think we've got to be accurate with our words in these days. We've got to know that what we're saying is, if we're not accurate, we'll be misunderstood. Faith doesn't save you. Jesus saves you. Faith alone is not enough. It must be faith in that which is true. Believing doesn't save you. 
Believing the truth about Jesus is what saves you. This is important that we get these things accurate. Because lots of times people think believing, well, I can believe whatever I want. I have my own personal relationship with God. I can basically, no one would say it in this words, but I can remake God to be the God I want him to be. And if I believe in that, I'm fine. That's what the Bible calls idolatry, to worship a God or to replace God with something of our own making. You might not carve an idol out of wood or stone, or you might not paint an idol on a on something on a, on a wall or something to worship. But if you are remaking God, then that's called idolatry. Jesus came to testify to the truth, and He tells us this: Everyone who's of the truth will hear His voice. Wow, Th- this gives me confidence. Sometimes we can think that the pressure to win people to Christ, it's all on our shoulders. Jesus promised this. If someone is of the truth, if they want the truth, they'll listen to us. And if they don't, that may not be our fault. We may not need to alter everything and do things differently. It might be they don't want the truth. And so, therefore, it takes the pressure off us. Certainly, we should be loving, kind, gracious in our approach. But if people don't listen to us when we speak about Jesus, that doesn't mean you've done something wrong. Everyone who is of the truth hears his voice. Now, of course, Pilate then uttered these famous words, what is truth? And he didn't wait for the answer. Because right standing in front of him right then was Jesus Christ, and just Earlier that night, or within 24 hours earlier, Jesus said, the night before, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. There it was. The truth was standing right in front of him. He had come to bear witness to the truth, and he is the truth. And and this is why it's so critical that we understand who Jesus is. Some people have more than one Jesus in their life. They have a Jesus who saves them, a Jesus who, uh, uh, it's like a different Jesus who's their Lord. It's like a different Jesus who tells them what to do. And it's like they, they divide Jesus up into different people, different parts of him. There's only one Jesus. And if you don't honor, worship, believe in that one true Jesus, are you, are, you're not believing in him. You've got to believe the truth about Jesus. And, of course, we grow in our knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. We don't have full knowledge the moment we're saved. I know I sure didn't. There are things I know about Jesus today that are very important that I didn't understand when I was first saved. But once I heard them, I received them. I did not fight or reject them. There's one Jesus Christ, and this is who we need to preach, the one Jesus Christ, who he is. We can't change who he is and tell people to believe in a Jesus of your own making. But he's gone now, and so, you know, he's, he sends Holy Spirit, but Jesus isn't here. And so how do we know about Jesus today? He wasn't standing in front of us like he was in front of Pilate. He wasn't standing in front of us like he was here with Thomas, who asked this question. I believe it was Thomas. Maybe it was Philip. I'm forgetting exactly. But he wasn't. his disciples were there. So what does Jesus say in his final prayer, his final high priestly prayer of John chapter 17? He prays this, sanctify them. The disciples, sanctify them, make them holy, set them apart in the truth. 
Your word is truth. Here again, it's the same theme. He's saying, when he was talking to Pilate, he's saying his kingdom is not of this world. That Pilate and the Romans and, and the world was, was walking to a different drummer. And he was saying, my kingdom is not of this world because I testify of truth. Everyone who's of the truth enters into my kingdom. Wow, what a powerful thing to say, especially to the guy who has the power to execute you, or at least who thought he did, and was going to sign your death warrant. But Jesus is saying in, the, in John 17, he's praying for his disciples. And he, earlier he says, they're in the world. They're not of the world. I've sent them back into the world. Now sanctify them, set them apart, keep them holy. And that word holy means simply set apart. Keep them holy by your truth. Your word is truth. This is indeed why we get into the word of God every day. That we, we live in a world that Jesus was saying isn't walking in his truth. We live in a world where, where the values, the teachings, the ideas, the temptations are not of God. And so God has given us the word of God, the Bible, the scripture, the words of God himself, the words of Jesus himself, where he testifies to the truth. And he says, I've given this to them that so that while they are in the world, they won't be of the world. They won't let what the world does squeeze them into its mold. Rather, we'll be transformed. This is what Paul referred to in Romans 12. We'll be transformed from the inside out from the world. Now, we still live in the world. We still make our living, we go to work, we, we, you know, we, we live in a neighborhood, we, whatever we do, we're still around people. And there is the pressure to conform to them, the pressure to give in to their values, the pressure to just be one of them. But Jesus calls us to rise above that, not to, not to be intimidated by them and conform to their values, but to rise above and to show that life in his kingdom with Jesus as king, walking in his truth, sanctified by God's word, is superior. And so we don't walk around with a holier-than-thou attitude, but we do walk around holier. And when I say the attitude of, we're not claiming that this is, that we're greater, but we are claiming Jesus is greater. We're not claiming our truth is better, but we are claiming his truth is better. And his truth is right. Notice that. So often we don't want to be thought of as proud or arrogant. So we imply that, and, and why do we do that? Because we're thinking these are our ideas. This is our truth. Folks, Jesus is not our truth. He is the truth. He's not one idea amongst equals. He is the truth. And those who disagree with him are wrong. Now, you, it's do they disagree with me too? Well, yeah, only in that I agree with Christ. But it's not like this horizontal. It's me versus them in a discussion. It's I'm on Jesus' side, and they need to get on Jesus' side. You see how that works? We don't walk around claiming we're right. We're walking around claiming Jesus is right. We've gotten on the side of Jesus. We urge them to as well. This is so vital because most Christians, I don't think they get this, 
And as a result, they have a false humility that simply says, I'm sharing my opinion. This is not a take it or leave it. Jesus is the truth. The truth sets you free. The truth sanctifies you. The truth can make you holy. The truth can save you. And if you don't have the truth, you might have all the faith in the world. But if your faith isn't something that's not true, it's not going to save you. And you're not going to grow and you're not going to be what God wants you to be. And so we walk in this. Jesus makes this claim. Another place he says uh, to those who believed in him, if you continue in my word, then you're truly disciples of mine and you'll know the truth and the truth will make you free. And final verse I want to look at this morning is found in the prologue to this gospel of John where all these verses have come from. I don't know if you realize in the gospel of John, the emphasis is faith, believing, but also is this emphasis of truth, believe the truth. So important for our postmodern culture. In the, in the prologue to this gospel, John writes, For of his fullness we have all received, and grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth were realized through Jesus Christ. John 1, verse 16 and 17. How vital are these truths. Amen? Let's pray together. Oh, Father, thank you for your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who came into this world to testify to the truth. And we know, Lord, that intellectuals and philosophers may ask the question, what is truth? And indeed, this ought to be the basis of our education. What is truth? And we know the answer. Truth is Jesus, your truth. Your word is truth. You, the truth will set us free. Grace and truth were realized. They came to light. We discovered grace and we discovered truth through Jesus Christ. Oh, we thank you. We proclaim it. We love you. We bless you. We declare it. We stand in it. We embrace it. And we believe you, Jesus Christ, and the truth of who you are and what you say. We thank you and we bless you. And we love you today. Help us to be faithful to you faithful to your truth, faithful in your kingdom. And we pray it in your name, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Wow, thanks for being with me today. Don't you love that? This, let me tell you something. What we talked about today is critical in education. If your kids are in school, or your grandkids or anybody, or you're in school, if you're in school or at any level, K through graduate school in, in the university, or if you're reading or whatever, if you're still learning, what we discussed today is critical. The truth. Jesus came to testify to the truth. Never forget it. Stand in it. Believe it. Be strong in it. Amen. Thanks for being with me. I hope if you're new, I, I give you a special welcome. I hope you'll subscribe to our channel. Uh, join us every day. We're here every day, and we build the Word of God day by day by day by day, little by little by little. We become stronger in Christ. And those of you who are here every day, I love you. So glad to have you along, and you have a wonderful day. Remember, the joy of the Lord is your strength. We stand in that joy. Don't let the world take it away. Amen? God bless you, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.